Hi everyone, welcome back. Pastor Lars Hammer from Lord of Grace Lutheran Church in Marana, Arizona here. Welcome to this series I'm doing called Spiritual Encounters and Spiritual Gifts, where we're gonna be looking at places in the scriptures where people encounter God and where they experience God, uh, maybe see what we can learn about this in our own spiritual journeys, in our own lives as we reflect here. Uh, as COVID continues and we continue our isolation, I see this as an opportunity to maybe do some focusing on our own individual spiritual lives and look at how we can encounter God ourselves more closely since it's harder for us to encounter God in worship and some of these other ways. So we are up to Exodus chapter 19 right now. So Moses is in the wilderness with the people. He's led them out of Egypt and God has appeared to him and Moses has been settling some issues. And so God's come back to speak to him and God is now going to call Moses back up Mount Sinai and is going to uh, speak to him there. So I'm gonna start out, I'm gonna read the passage, then we'll walk through it a little bit. And um, we're gonna start at verse 16. So chapter 19, verse 16. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning, as well as a thick cloud on the mountain, and a blast of a trumpet so loud that all the people who were in the camp trembled. Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God. They took their stand at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was wrapped in smoke because the Lord had descended upon it in fire. The smoke went up like the smoke of a kiln, while the whole mountain shook violently. As the blast of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses would speak and God would answer him in thunder. When the Lord descended up Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain, the Lord summoned Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went up. Then the Lord said to Moses, go down and warn the people not to break through to the Lord to look. Otherwise, many of them will perish. Even the priests who approach the Lord must consecrate themselves or the Lord will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord, the people are not permitted to come up to Mount Sinai for you yourself warned us saying, set limits upon the mountain and keep it holy. The Lord said to him, go down and come up bringing Aaron with you, but do not let either the priests or the people break through to come up to the Lord. Otherwise he will break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. There's a, it's a great image that I love to draw and I draw it in children's sermons where you, know, you can just take out a whiteboard, just draw a simple, you draw a mountain, you, know, you draw your points and you can draw a little triangle and you can put a little Moses up there and you can help explain how this idea of the cloud is. So first God, tells Moses before coming up, you know, set this boundary, don't let the people come up, make sure anyone who even gets close spends two whole days purifying themselves first and then go up the mountain. And so then you got the mountain and then what I usually do is take out the gray or the black marker and then you draw this really dark cloud all around. And it's an interesting kind of a, it's an interesting image but it also works very much as a metaphor. So what, what is God saying here? Come up this mountain 
And again, instead of coming up the mountain to get a great vista, that's what we always say, right? Oh, I stood on the mountain and I looked around and I saw this great vista and it was so beautiful. I saw the work of God as I looked out upon the mountain, therefore I don't need to go to church. That's usually what, what you hear. For Moses, it's not go up to the mountain and enjoy the vista. It's go up to the mountain because the mountain is a separate place away from the camp and the mess and everything else that's going on with the people, away from your responsibilities, judging and leading and managing conflicts and all this kind of stuff. So the mountain is a place of separation, a place of going away. It's also a place of spiritual encounter, not because God is physically closer to the top of the mountain, but because it is a special place that is away. And yet, when God chooses to come and appear, he doesn't do it in a way on top of the mountain where everybody from all around can see directly. Instead, God always keeps a certain buffer, uh, a certain cover. So the general public never sees God just face to face. In this case, the cover is smoke and cloud. So this big dark cloud, that's what I draw. You draw this big dark cloud around him and try to explain that, that God's awesome mystery that God's presence, that to be in that presence requires you to be separate, but it also requires you to be in darkness. And it's, in, it's not a silent darkness either, right? It's a cloud, there is thunder and lightning. So you're, you, you know, it's quite a picture. You're in the cloud, but it's not still. There's blasting going all around, but you can't see anything. You can't see anything. You don't even really know where you're going. You are putting yourself completely in God's hands. There's lightning zapping around you, and it, you're just trusting that God will not have that lightning hit you. So you're standing in kind of a dangerous place where you're very vulnerable, where you can't see, where you're all alone because none of the others are allowed up there. It's just you. The only way at this point, the only thing left to do is to put yourself completely in God's hands to go into the cloud and get into the sometimes scary, powerful, mysterious presence of God and just put yourself in God's hands and listen. And that's all you can do. And Moses does this a few times and he goes up. There's a, a great spiritual book, if you want to read it. It comes from England in the 1200s. It's called The Cloud of Unknowing. You can probably just download it on the internet. I think it's public domain. And it's a monk, and he's writing about uh, his the spiritual journey, and he sets it out kind of like a manual. Do this, do this, do this, do this, to encounter God. And he bases a lot of it off this Old Testament idea of this cloud, right? The way Moses went up, but instead of getting more information as he got to the top of the mountain, he got less. Instead of being more knowledgeable, he got less. Instead of having more understanding of things, he had less. It was unknowing. He had to separate himself and unknow. He had to unknow the things that, that he had learned. He had to sort of, uh, I don't wanna say deprogram, but he sort of had to let go of that. And what the monk is saying is the encounter with God involves us and requires us to sort of go into a place where we give up being the knowledgeable expert and instead put ourselves in a place of vulnerability 
and of listening and of openness to God's spirit. And that that is, can be both scary because of the lightning and the thunder um, and very and uh, humbling, but at the same time, it is a very awesome experience to be in the presence of God and to be open like that. But he says the path, again, is through unknowing, unlearning, and that's a really hard step, and it's not something that's easy for us to do. Letting go of what we know and what we think we know is really hard. And, you know, this monk outlines it in a path, and many have over the years outlined processes that we can go through that are helpful. You know, think about this, say these prayers, spend this day meditating. And there's lots of sort of mystical manuals that have been written in Christianity throughout the ages. Uh, but the general idea is the similar, similar kind of thing as what we see here in Moses. And so the story of Moses becomes in many ways a, a spiritual analogy, like I'm going up the mountain, but as I get higher on the mountain, I'm closer to God, but I'm less certain of who God is and what God wants. And there is a truth too that when we think we know, we can become more confident. When we know we don't know or admit we don't know, it's much more humbling. And it means we can learn more because we're open to learning. We're not closed off. We're not rigid and defensive uh, because those are, some of the those are some of the qualities that will block God from your life, being rigid and defensive. But it does, so you're open, but you enter into this awesome, dark mystery. So uh, that's all I'm going to say about the cloud of unknowing because at some point you run out of things to say about something that you can't talk about. But think about that in you know, a spiritual journey. Uh, and try to think of the ways, if you want to spend some time in, in a prayer designated, of trying to let go of the things that you're defensive about, the things that you're certain about, the things that you're uh, clinging to. We all have things and ideas and stuff that we cling to and say to yourself, why am I clinging to this? Why am I stuck to this? Maybe the path to purity involves me giving up some of these things that I hold so dear and that I cling to. So, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in and for watching the uh, Bible study devotions on spiritual gifts. And uh, we'll be back with some more later. Uh, have a good day. God bless.